Welcome to Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibová, that love coach who helps corporate women who have been pushed down and back due to traumatic relationship or childhood trauma in their past, which has caused them to see themselves not in a bright light that makes them people please and not show up the way they know they are capable of showing up. My mission is to help women who are on the path to heal from their past wounds, move through their limiting beliefs and internal blocks so they can guide other women through online coaching, which is that deep down what they are feeling they really want to do instead of sitting in their corporate job. Each week I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, and purpose. No more hiding, no more waiting. The time to take care of yourself, to uplevel your life is now. Hello, hello, everyone. I am extremely excited about today's guest, Morgan Francis. I'm sorry, Dr. Morgan Francis. Because when I learned about her, I was asking myself, where she have been most of my life? And I know there's some of you that you will be like, finally, you're bringing her into my life. So for those of you who never heard about this beautiful lady, she is a doctor in clinical psychology and licensed in mental health therapist. And all of that you can read in her bio and really see how amazing she is and all her credentials. What I truly loved about her is I can really connect with her story and her mission in this world. It's so beautiful that I know it's going to serve you. So thank you so much for making the time in your busy life. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for having me here. It's an incredible honor. Thank you. Thank you. And before we dive in, there is one question that I love asking my guests. And I know that your beautiful practice, it's in Arizona and it's such a beautiful place to live in. I was in Scottsdale a couple of times and so nice and the coffee shop and a beautiful sunny day. So I know right now you're probably in your office. For those who are watching us on YouTube, you can see we're both work, like work hustle mode in our offices. But let's take you out just like visually. Let's take you into the streets of Scottsdale, sipping on your favorite coffee or tea, and you just have a smile ear to ear Mm -hmm. as you have right now, and you're feeling so good and high on life. And there is a girl walking right across of you. She t- she walks to you and she was like, wow, you look so happy and radiant. Who are you? What is the one thing you want her to know about you? Not what you do, but who you really are. I would say the first thing that came to my mind is I am love. Oh my God. Yeah. I would so believe it. (laughs) Yeah. I think that, you know, oftentimes we forget to really connect with love because love and fear cannot coexist. And when I love myself so much enough and not from a, you know, superficial narcissistic or egotistical way, but enough that I appreciate all of my flaws, all of my insecurities, all of my challenges, all the things that I felt should have worked out, but didn't and I'm able to hold that love, then I know that I am love. 
And what I would say, that's where my happiness comes from. That's why I smile ear to ear. And you have such a beautiful smile. So I really hope, guys, that you not only are listening on iTunes or Spotify, that you are also on YouTube. If not, just keep stacking her online. I will give you, <laughs> I'll give you her Instagram. That's what I did. <laughs> That's really like my favorite place to be stacking on people. But there was one thing that you said that like it really hit my heart, appreciating the flaws. Because it's so easy, so easy, no matter how far we are on personal or spiritual development journey, we're working on ourselves, it's so much easier to drop into, I should have, I could have, you know, and I have to do this. We look at ourselves and we see what is not working or what is not as we wanted to. How do you appreciate what is and who you are in the moment? If what you see or what you feel, it's not what you really want. Yes. Well, a couple things. So when you just said, like, I have to, so I have to go to the gym or I have to, um, you know, lose weight or I have to do whatever it is, X, Y, Z, maybe it's with regards to your career. I always switch it and I say to myself, I get to. So I get to work on my health. I get to go to the gym today. I get to pick up my kids from school. I get to meet that deadline. I get to work on this project because then there is a total shift in the way that we think and feel and then how we respond to our environment. And I don't know any woman or any person that wakes up just loving their body. Um, unfortunately, society focuses so much on our external appearance. And what I teach my clients and people on, you know, basically my social media is that the work for our body image, healing our body image starts from the inside out, not the outside in. Because you and I could be following the same program and we could have completely different results. Mm -hmm. So it's not about, you know, following the steps or following the, you know, diet or the nutrition advice or the workout regime. It's really looking at, you know, what's going on inside for me that is getting in the way of my, you know, ability to really appreciate what my body does for me mm. rather than focusing on how it looks. Absolutely. And I couldn't agree more. Like everything you're saying, I'm check, check, check. You know, that's what I truly believe wholeheartedly. And most of my life, that's what I was doing. I was thinking that once I have a six pack, once I went in fitness competition, once I have a like bubble booty, whatever it is, all of the external situation and not just through like with the body, but also with relationships. Oh yeah. We are so focusing on the outside and then we get there. Like eventually you can get that body and then you're like well I'm still not feeling good what right. is that? Like, do I have to work out more do I have to eat less do mm -hmm. I have to change my relationship change my job and it's like you said you get mm -hmm. to start healing and going inward so is there what if like you are really not clear about the reflection you know what if you like you said you get to see what's inside of you that it's stopping you Mm -hmm. really mm -hmm. making those changes. What if you are not aware and you're like, well, I don't know. Mm. What would you suggest for the woman? They're like, well, I know something. It's not working because I keep sabotaging myself. Yeah. I don't know what it is. So body image affects all of us um, on some level. Obviously, there's some people that it may not be a source of stress in their life. And then there's other people that their whole 
day revolves around their body. So I think we're all in like this long spectrum. And so, yes, I mean, body image can create, you know, just conflict in our ability to put ourselves out there because if we're out there and let's say I'm up on stage, I'm doing a speaking engagement and then I come home and criticize and bash the way that I look or how I stood or how I sounded, then it's really this inconsistency because in front of everybody else of, you know, hundreds of people, I'm showing up as my higher self, but then I come into my private domain and then I criticize that person that's not going to get me to the next level. So it has to be consistent no matter what environment you are in. If you're on stage or you are in your, you know, bedroom, you know, working through your self-talk and being much more compassionate and kind to yourself and appreciating how you just showed up for yourself and how really we're just a vessel to serve and deliver the message that isn't really about us. It's for everyone that we're able to serve. I love that. I love that you're mentioning like, look for the things that work. Look for the things that you can celebrate. And I know that, I believe it was Lisa Nichols who was teaching it, you know, the 777, mm -hmm. say the seven things that you're proud of yourself, acknowledging yourself. And it's so beautiful because very often, even when we have achievements, we take it for granted because that past, I, I've already done it. What is the next thing that I can do? and we don't pass to celebrate. So instead of mm -hmm. looking at the flaws, what can I celebrate today? What is good? Would you say that it's good to start your day with celebrating the things or end your day? So I like both. I call it morning meditation and nighttime reflection. Hmm. So the morning meditation, it's, it, to me, it's not about, you know, waking up an hour before you're supposed to. I think that, you know, I've heard that out there to me. It's how are you spending that time? Whether it's an hour, whether it's 15 minutes, you really have to dedicate and be consistent with the morning meditation. And that meditation can look like actual meditation. It could be deep, deep breath work. It could be going for a run in your neighborhood. It could be grati um, gratitude journaling. It could be um, prayer work, whatever makes sense for you. And then the nighttime reflection really makes me think back to when I was a kid and I would come home from school and someone would be there, whether it's a parent, a grandparent, a caregiver, maybe even a coach, someone would say, how was your day? And you would say, well, this is what I did today, or this is what happened. And you would describe your day. That's the nighttime reflection. So it's about, okay, who did I come in contact with today? What energy did I, you know, take in? What energy did I flush out? Is there something that maybe happened that I'm not really proud of? Do I need to work on self-forgiveness? How can I offer myself compassion before I fall asleep? And so it's just being able to wake up that inner genius. So we have intention with how we start our day and how we end our day. I love that. And I truly believe in, you know, how you start your day, you will run your day. Mm -hmm. And then the night it's, I do have my nightly routine because I just can't like finish working, lay in the bed and sleep. It just doesn't mm -hmm. work for me. I like to have like this routine in between, you know, do like hot cacao or something and just like read or journal, like disconnect from the world and connect to myself. Yes. Yes. I think it's so important instead of, like you said, we are here to serve the world. We mm -hmm. are here because we matter. And there is a reason why we are here. And we get to make sure that we put ourselves really first and take care of us first. Because 
so many of us, you know, recovering people pleaser here, yeah. we love helping others. We love serving others. And then we empty. Yes. So how can you fill yourself up? What are some of your favorite ways how to fill your own cup? Because you're, you're changing the world, girl. You're <laughs> out there. So what do you do for you and how do you set the boundaries? Oh, that's a great question. So, you know, one of the things that I've learned being a working mom, I have three children, um, seven, five, and three years old, is that I don't do it all. So oftentimes people will ask me, you know, how do you do it all? How do you run a business? How do you have children? How do you be like all the things that are on my list? And the answer is always, I don't do it all. And what I mean by that is I say no, so I can say the yes. So by saying no to things that sound great or, you know, would be nice to do, I don't get to say yes to the really big, important, valuable things that I know are really going to serve me and pull at my heartstrings. So I, what I do is I give myself grace. So instead of answering yes right away to maybe a social event or a commitment for my child's school, I will say, let me get back to you. Mm -hmm. So that I can spend some time thinking about what does that look like for me? Does, do I actually have minutes, like real legit minutes in my day to fulfill that request that someone's asking of me? Or would it be more of a headache or a burden or stress me out if I were to say yes? So there, I've, I've learned to get away from the FOMO, the fear of missing out and move towards just really recharging um, my own batteries so that I can serve others. There was a time, um, a couple years ago where, you know, um, obviously mental health gets really, really activated around the holiday time. And so I was saying yes to everyone who wanted to get into my office to be seen before Christmas. And I got so burnt out. I ended up getting sick for a very long time and I never get sick. I'm a very you know physically healthy kind of person. So I know if I get sick, it usually means that I wasn't saying no. So I could say yes because I was trying to do everything and be everything for everybody. And it really was such a learning lesson. And I love that even when things are difficult, there are so many valuable lessons for us to learn. And so I really made a conscious decision to pause, to give myself grace before I agree to do anything outside of what I would normally do for my business and or my responsibility as a mom to my children and to my husband. It's so important. That's so big because like we think, and, and I feel like, especially as women, we are really trying to do it. Oh, we're trying to build our business. We're trying to build our, you know, family and take care of our health and having a social life. And then we are burned out and I'm the same way like you, I don't get sick. And when I'm feeling like I'm like shutting down, like I have a headache or I'm feeling tired, I was like, Okay. I've been overworking. I didn't yeah. give myself the time. Yeah. So it's beautiful that you have the awareness of yourself and that you, you really reflect on what is heck yes for you and what it's not for you. So it's, it's really, really important. And I love that. Thank you. Yeah. It's really important to be aware and I think that's the biggest part of personal development is not just, I know oftentimes we'll see in social media, like you need to study your ideal client or your ideal person serving, ideal, you know, avatar. And I, I think that's wise. Don't get me wrong. But how many of us ourselves 
and know, you know, our limitations, our fears, where we get stuck, our own self-limiting beliefs. Like those are the things that like, I need to know about myself first. I really understand, you know, what's happening for, for me so that I know when my creativity is starting to get compromised. So what are the best hours of my day that I can deliver creativity? What are the best hours of my day where I'm going to get a good workout? You know, okay, so I need to really have a lot more, you know, grace for myself and try to do things that are fun with my kids rather than, you know, homework, bedtime, dinner, bedtime. Like it's just like, like I really try to create some more fun party or we'll, we'll do something that makes us all laugh and stuff so that we are engaging with one another. So it doesn't feel so daunting. Oh my gosh. So important. You, you so speak my language. I'm here like nodding my head. It's so important (laughs) because we can sometimes get so caught up into doing, doing, doing that we don't realize we are human beings and we're here to have fun and experience the freedom and spend the quality time with our loved ones. That's why we are changing the world. So our families can live in the better world. So, and you're doing it every single day. So I truly, truly appreciate you. And one last question before I release you. (laughs) (laughs) You're good. I could talk like this all day. We're good. (laughs) Right? I'm on the same way. One last question. For women who are still not fully like in their bodies, what is the one thing you would tell to women who are still working on appreciating themselves? What is the one thing they can start with today? That's a great question. And one of my favorite things is to start to notice your self-talk. So for instance, there's so much power in awareness and we just... I, I see it so so casually. Women will just bash their bodies, like for instance, oh my gosh, I ate so much over the weekend. Ugh, I'm just now gonna, I'm gonna have to go to the gym to work it all off. Like where the gym has become a punishment for what you ate over the weekend, and working out does not need to to be a punishment. It shouldn't be a consequence. You didn't do anything bad because you ate food. You were living life and you were enjoying life. So it's about, you know, appreciating that our bodies are moving at the gym and it's a way for us to connect with our breath, to release the stress, to really enhance our mental health and our emotional well-being. That has nothing to do with burning calories or tracking, you know, how many steps you took, right? So I think it's really beginning the awareness about how you talk about yourself to yourself. And what I say to people is like, get a piece of paper and make two columns. On one column, write down those self-talk statements. So I shouldn't have eaten that last night. I feel fat in my jeans or I'll never get to blank weight. You know, whatever those statements are. And those are the things you said to yourself. Now take the next column and write down if your friend or if someone you care about was, was saying these things, Don't worry about what you ate. You can't control what already happened. Focus on what you can do now. Your body is an instrument. It's not an ornament. Fat is not a feeling. You would give encouragement, right? You would be their cheerleader. And that's what we have to do for ourselves. When we are negative to ourselves, we create more problematic things happening inside, meaning our digestion slows down. We can't think clearly. Our heart rate goes up. We are moving into our sympathetic nervous system. So more cortisol is produced. It's a stress hormone. So no wonder you're going to crave foods 
that are going to taste good because you're feeling uncomfortable and unhappy in your life. So the opposite is true when we start to be kind to ourselves. We actually are healing the inside of our body because we move back into the parasympathetic nervous system, which releases oxytocin. So if I'm going through my day feeling stressed out, worn out, and I'm being hard on myself, guess what? It's going to affect the way that I think about food and what foods I choose to eat. If I'm going through my day not stressed out, managing how I react to my stress, encouraging mental health and well-being, and then I'm going to make better choices with my food because I'm wanting to nourish my body and use the food as, you know, connection, as fuel, as a way to engage with other people if I'm out to dinner. So that's why it's so important to look at our self-talk. So make that graph, make those two columns. How do I talk to myself? And then what would I say to a friend if she was saying those things? So powerful, real self-reflection and awareness. It's everything because if we don't look at it, what is going on in our own head and our own life, we are, like you said, perpetuating what is not working instead of celebrating what could be working. So this is so beautiful. Thank you so much. I, I love these. I'm like, I'll get to do my own columns tonight. <laughs> what is going on in my head? Yes. <laughs> you know, it's yes. So easy to see than others and I was like what am I doing in my head you know so that's going to be fun tonight when I'm packing for Bali you know I will yes. be like on my list so I, I probably know the answer but I might be wrong I wanted to ask you what is your online favorite place to hang out with others like where can people find you if they want to know more about you so, you know, I have my therapist group, I have my girlfriend group, I have my mom group. So definitely my Instagram at Dr. Morgan Francis. And then it also can link my online body image course. So hopefully that would be a good place to send people. Absolutely. Yes. I will definitely include it in the, in the show notes. So thank you so much for your time and all your work you're doing. It's truly changing the world one person at a time and one big smile at a time. <laughs> well, thank you so much. You are just such a light and I really appreciate you having me on here. Thank you. Thank you.